podcast. It's called the Matthew West Podcast. I really hope you like it. My friends, I've got to tell you about a company that my wife Emily and I have fallen in love with this year. It's called Simply Earth. If you love essential oils or just want to make sure that the air in your home is toxin-free, then you're going to love this company as much as we do. But I don't want to just tell you about this by myself. I'm bringing in the woman who makes this house a home. Please welcome to the Matthew West Podcast, Mrs. Emily West. Emily, thanks for joining me. Sure. Hey, uh, let's talk about smells. Uh, What would you say I smell like? (laughs) Does smell good? He smells great. Really? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Sucker, you got fooled. You got schooled. Simply Earth has made you believe that I smell good. But it's really their essential oils that are making our home smell wonderful. And you'll never discover what my real scent is. Do you know what it is? <laughs> no. It's feet. It's Doritos and feet. It's That's not. what I smell like. A gym locker room. But thanks to Simply Earth, our house smells awesome. It smells like lavender and, and happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Unicorns. <laughs> But more importantly, we know that our kids are breathing in some toxin-free air, which right now, it's super important. More than ever, isn't it? It really is, yeah. So every month we get this box from Simply Earth. You're actually holding one of the boxes, and each box has a different theme, right? What's mm-hmm. the theme of the one you're holding? This one's women's wellness. Women's wellness. That sounds delightful. And we get to put these recipes together. It's super fun. It's like a food subscription box, but you don't want to eat what's in this box, right? It's more fun. We get to put the recipes together. We get to know that our air is going to be toxin-free. This company's amazing. It really is. You know, what I love most about Simply Earth, I'm going to buy essential oils regardless, but what I love about this is they give 13% of their profits back to fight human trafficking. So I figure, you know, that's a little thing I can do, support this company to make the world a better place. Yeah, we're going to buy essential oils somewhere, Mm -hmm. and if we know this company is changing the world and we can take part in that that's a win-win so here's what you guys can do if you want to check this out and subscribe it's 39 bucks a month it's an awesome deal go to simplyearth.com slash west you're going to enter the code west and you're going to get a 20 dollars gift card with your first box when you subscribe today that's simplyearth.com slash west use the code west get your 20 dollars gift card make the air in your home toxin free hide your husband's feet smell and change the world by ending human trafficking. That's incredible. Thanks to Simply Earth for making all that happen. And thank you, Mrs. Emily West. You're welcome. What's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. Now listen, those are not just the words to a catchy podcast jingle. Those are words straight from my heart. I really do hope you like each and every episode of the podcast that I put out. But for today's episode, if you don't like it, how do I put this lightly? If you don't like today's episode, well, it's all your fault. Why? Because this is your episode. At the end of every month, I turn the microphone around. I take your calls. I answer your questions. I hear your stories. This is a VIP Q&A episode, and it's your show. So if you don't like it, it's because you missed your chance to be part of it, and you're probably kicking yourself right now. Well, stop kicking yourself and write down this number because guess what? We do this episode at the end of every month. So you can be part of next month's show. Dial 601-301-2208. Now I'll sing it to you like all of the commercials that I listened to as a child. 601-301-2208. I think that was the Empire Floors jingle. 
I guess my love for jingles started at an early age. Anyways, you can call the podcast hotline. Operators are standing by. We don't have any operators. I just made that up. But you can leave a voicemail. And one of the highlights of my week is dipping in and listening to your messages and taking your calls. It has been so much fun hearing who you are, what's going on in your life, what questions you have, and where you're listening from. That has been so much fun. So I hope to hear from you soon and feature you in an upcoming episode. You know, the inspiration for the VIP Q&A episode really comes from one of my favorite moments that takes place when I'm on tour. It's a moment that takes place before the show even begins, before the lights go down and the band hits the stage. In most cities, there's a VIP Q&A where a group of people come early. Sometimes we're hanging out backstage. Sometimes they get a random tour of our tour bus. Sometimes we're just out in the venue and it's very informal and we get to hang out. And I really don't know how to describe it. It's one of those you just have to be there experiences. But something special seems to take place at every VIP Q&A. It's just a way to connect with people on a deeper level and it's been really special and you know live music's been taken away from us in 2020 and with that the vip q a's have been taken away from us in 2020 and i want to stay connected you know and that's really one of my hopes with every episode of this show that we get to connect connect with each other and in doing so we connect on a deeper level with god that's my prayer so that's why i love doing this episode speaking of live music I am getting ready to release my very first ever live EP. I've been missing live music so much. I know I've probably said that a million times. So I gathered some of my favorite live recordings. We did this like acoustic full band recording with a cellist and some female vocalists and my band and just had a blast. Most of the recordings were in New York City just before the world shut down, hence the title of the EP, Live Before the World Shut Down. So that's coming your way on October 30th. So make sure you pre-save it wherever you stream. It features six songs. You're going to get to hear a live version of The God Who Stays, a live version of Truth Be Told. I even did my own version of the song Nobody that I wrote with Casting Crowns. So, and you're going to get to hear a little bit of the story. I share a little bit about Truth Be Told as well. So most of all, what I love is hearing like the audience, kind of the noise in between songs. So in fact, before we take our first call, I'm going to give you a little sneak Listen to Live Before the World Shut Down. Let's check it out. And there's no me. So there you have it, Live Before the World Shut Down. I'm actually pretty in love with that title, by the way. I'm pretty big on titles like the Matthew S. Podcast. That's one of my better titles. <laughs> but I love it, Live Before the World Shut Down, and I hope you love the EP. It's making me long for the days where we get to go back on the road in full force. We're making plans for 2021. We hope to see you on the road, Lord willing, and COVID subsiding. 
Hey, let's dive in. Let's take our first call. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, Matthew. This is Lori Allen from Mason, Michigan. And Tuesday, I drove down to Fort Wayne, Indiana, and seen a drive-in live casting crowns concert. I froze my tushy off, but I had a great time. And I was wondering if you could do the same thing, because I would freeze my tushy off for you, too. God bless you. Bye. <laughs> Lori, thank you. Thank you for being willing to freeze on my behalf just to come to a concert. I'm glad you got to see my friends casting crowns. I sure love being on the road with them. We were supposed to do a tour together in 2020, which obviously has been canceled. It's been rescheduled for 2021, and we sure hope to be back on the road next spring with Casting Crowns. You know, I had the option to do a drive-in tour, but I just decided not to this year. Instead, I decided to sort of lean in towards connecting with people in different ways, like launching this podcast and working on my next book and obviously releasing music like we have with songs like Take Heart. And I don't know, I didn't have a piece about this particular opportunity and I decided not to do the drive-in tour. And so I'm sorry that you have not had the opportunity to freeze your tushy off by coming to one of my concerts. But let's be honest, I mean, I think you can freeze your tushy off in Michigan in July, if I'm not mistaken. It just seems like it's always so cold. Thanks for calling, Lori. I hope to see you at a concert soon, and uh, hopefully it will be indoors so you can stay nice and warm. Hi, Matthew. It's Jordan from Wisconsin. What would your advice be for someone who would like to become an artist? And since I was one of your What If Cover Contest winners, do you think I'll ever get to collect my winning? I sure wish COVID would end. So, your quarantine life has made it easier. I've started to write my own spin on the song, and I'd love to send it to you. Again, this is Jordan Person from Wisconsin. Over and out. I like that. Over and out. That was good. Jordan, thanks for the call, and thanks for being part of that contest. What Jordan's referring to, in case you missed it on social media, we did a little cover contest where people could send in themselves singing a song from my latest album, Brand New. The song was called What If. Let's take a little listen to that song right now. What if today's the only day I got? I don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. Jordan was one of our winners. Jordan, you're awesome. You know what I'm going to do right now? Because here's the deal. I think the plan was the winner would get to sing with me on stage when I come to your city. So we've got to make that happen. But in the meantime, I'm going to let everybody who listens to this podcast take a listen to your version of What If. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Jordan from Wisconsin. Huge round of applause. Here we go. What if today's the only day I've got? I don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. Oh, no regrets in the end. I want to know, I don't know what it's. I'm running till the road runs out. 
Wisconsin. I'm cheering for you. That's me cheering for you. Nailed it, Jordan. That was awesome. And thanks so much for sending that in. And hopefully we'll get to sing together someday. But I want to make sure that I answer your question. Advice for somebody who wants to become an artist. First, this is advice that I would give to my own daughters or to anybody who talks to me about how to pursue the next steps in the dreams that they have in their heart. And this would be the first step is to take a step towards your maker, towards your creator, towards the author of your story. And remember that Jeremiah 29 11 is 100% true, that God is the one who knows the plans he has for you and me. My parents reminded me all the time. They could see that I had dreams in my heart, but they would always challenge me and say, hey, it's great to have dreams, but remember that there's a calling on your life. And that's something that's deeper than a dream. They would say, remember that God's plan for you is going to be bigger, it's going to be better, and it's going to be more fulfilling than any plan that you make for yourself, than any dream that you have for yourself. So you might feel like there's some dreams in your heart. I wanna encourage your first step to be towards the one who made you and say, Lord, I feel this dream in my heart. Is this from you? Ask him to show you. And every step of the way, he will show you. He's gonna open doors for you. It doesn't mean it's gonna be easy, right? It doesn't mean it's going to be without adversity or criticism or rejection. In fact, as I look over the course of my own artist journey, I faced my fair share of all three, adversity, criticism, rejection. You know, thinking about it now, some of my favorite stories to tell about my music journey deal with the word rejection. I didn't like it at the time. It kind of hurt at the time when the record labels never called me back, when they gave me feedback that would hurt my feelings, right? When I would turn in a song to a publisher and the publisher would say, eh, not quite good enough. But I remember that would always serve to motivate me. You don't like my song? I'll see you tomorrow with a better one. You don't like my record? I'll see you next month with a better record. And it always served to motivate me. And so I would challenge you with that, that when you face adversity, when you face criticism, or even flat out rejection, don't let that get you discouraged. Take the criticism, but don't hold on to it. Take it just long enough to let it fuel your fire to get better. And that's the other thing I would say is work hard at it. Work with all your might. If you want to become an artist, don't expect it just to be handed to you, but work hard. Take every and any opportunity that comes your way. My answer was yes. When people asked me to sing, you name the event, weddings, funerals, graduations, coffee shops, street fairs, I said yes. Kind of like Jordan from Wisconsin saying yes and entering a cover contest when a goofy singer like me does it. So I'd say you're on your way. Jordan, work hard, work with all your might. Most importantly, ask God to continue to light the path for you. He is the one who knows the plans he has for you. Who knows? Maybe I'll be asking to go on tour with Jordan from Wisconsin someday. Jordan, just remember me when you're big time, okay? Hey, Mr. West, my name's Phil Cooper, and I'm from Franklin, Tennessee. I want to just try to keep this quick, but before I ask my question, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Your music has been insanely helpful through this crazy year, and songs like Take Heart and, yeah, Quarantine Life. 
they've kind of been my anthems of 2020 and just uh, great reminders, uh, take heart, in, especially that God is always watching over us and always leading us every step of the way, even when it's kind of hard to see that. My question is, I was just wondering how long it took you to come up with this podcast theme song, because for as great as those other ones I mentioned are, I don't know, a theme song might just be some of your best work. Thanks for listening and for making stuff for me to listen to. Bye. Phil from Franklin, Tennessee, knows a masterpiece when he hears it. Phil, I couldn't agree more with you. We know that this podcast theme song, it's reaching not only critical acclaim, but universal worldwide acclaim. There's one article that I read recently that said Beethoven's Fifth, Bridge Over Troubled Water, and the Matthew S. Podcast theme song. (laughs) That's not a real article, so don't look it up. But Phil, thank you, my brother. Thank you for the message. Thanks for the kind words, and I'm glad that you enjoyed the podcast theme song. And you just said something that really struck me is to have a song that's an anthem for you. You know, whether it's a song like Take Heart, reminding us of the words of John 16, 33, where Jesus said, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. You know, that song came to me during a sleepless night in this pandemic where I had anything but peace and was not taking hold of the peace that God offers to each one of us. And that scripture helped me once again take a hold of the peace that was being offered to me all this time and be reminded that, okay, I'm being overcome right now, but I know that I serve the one who has overcome this troubled world. So I am so honored to hear that you have found an anthem this year and a little toe-tapping podcast theme song to hopefully put a smile on your face. Phil from Franklin, Tennessee. Thanks for the call, dude. And I love Franklin, Tennessee. Lived in Franklin for several years, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. It's a beautiful place to live, a beautiful place to visit. And uh, apparently they're rocking the Matthew S. Podcast theme song in Franklin, Tennessee with the windows down. All right, let's take another caller. Hey, Matthew. This is Cindy. I'm from Tucson, Arizona, and I love your podcast. Yes, that tune just sticks in my head. I run around the house saying, hey, my name is Matthew West, and I love your dad segment. But my question to you today is, how do you think concerts are going to change when you're able to go back and do them? And now that you're able to spend time with your family a lot more, which is so awesome, it's great to hear that from all the artists, how are you going to make that different when you go back on the road? Thanks again for your show. It's awesome. I work from home now, and it brightens my week when I see my little one on my podcast that there's a new one out there. Thanks again. God bless. Well, thanks for the call, Cindy, from Tucson, Arizona. The praise is pouring in for this podcast theme song. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Uh, My head's going to get too big to walk out of this studio door, but thanks for the call, Cindy, and I'm glad to hear that you've been enjoying my dad's segment, Dadvice, coming to you every week as well. I love my dad, and he always brings an awesome word of encouragement. Last week, I was out of town with my family on fall break, and I let my mom and my dad take over my social media accounts, and they did our quarantine quiet time without me, and I didn't even watch it because I I was just worried that they were going to 
messed something up. And sure enough, I came back and watched it later, and my dad started by singing, which was just uh, crazy. So if you missed that, trust me, you didn't miss much. You know, Cindy, what's live music going to look like when it comes back is the question that myself and all the other artists have been asking ourselves and asking each other. It's a big mystery. I'll tell you, I've had a few opportunities in 2020 to perform live. Now, most of it's been virtual in front of a camera. You know, we did uh, West Fest and West Fall Fest, and we might be coming back with a special Christmas event. But there have been a couple of live events, and I got to be honest, they've been strange. I was in uh, San Antonio, Texas at this beautiful performing arts center, the Tobin Center. If you get a chance to go see a show in San Antonio, Texas, this theater is amazing. And here's the thing. The Performing Arts Center has been closed for six months. All of their employees unable to work. And so they called and said, we've just got to open our doors and allow a very small amount of people. But we want to get some of our employees back to work. Would you come with just your guitar and do a special concert? And I walked out on stage into this huge theater and they had only allowed like 300 people in. And most of them were wearing masks, and I looked out there and just was kind of stunned, you know, to see this great big theater and then this really small group of socially distanced people. It just definitely took some time to adjust, but uh, I have to tell you, there was a really beautiful surprise in the front row that night with a group of people who have been to like 30 or more of my shows, and they showed up and had made a poster, and it kind of got me a little little choked up. So I got to give a shout out to my friends who showed up in the front row of that San Antonio, Texas concert. And I'll be honest with you, I've been conflicted about the few live events that I have done. They've had to assure me that they're going to abide by all of the local guidelines and that this will be a safe experience because the last thing that I want is to step on stage and then have it turn into some sort of, you know, Matthew West performs live at a super spreader event. And so we've taken every precaution necessary and then some, you know, but it just hasn't felt the same. I do have a feeling, Cindy, that when we are able to gather together again, that we're going to be singing louder than ever before and worshiping God. And I believe there's just going to be a fresh wind and a really beautiful thing's going to take place. And I'm praying for that, you know, I'm really excited. And all we can do right now is make plans. I said it earlier in the episode, you know, we've got a tour with Casting Crowns planned. We're planning an entire year of concerts in 2021 and believing that we're going to be able to play those shows. But we know that we make our plans, but it's the Lord that directs our steps, and He sees farther into 2021 than we can. And so we have to make those plans, but we we write them down in pencil, and we trust that the Lord's going to show us what's going to take place. So, Cindy, I hope to join you and have you join me at a show someday soon in the future, and uh, we'll be singing louder than ever before. But in the meantime, we can sing the podcast theme song together, and we can connect this way. You know, speaking of concerts, we had an absolute blast in this month of October. The band and I getting together, the film crew, all the people that I love to work with throughout the year that I don't get to work with this year as much as I would like to, and to get them all back to work 
at the Story House for one night. We did West Fall Fest. We had thousands of people join us from all around the world, and that was just an amazing experience. We had so much fun. You know, my vision for this virtual event, West Fall Fest, was for it to be more than just a concert. I wanted it to be kind of like a for lack of a better term, like a variety show. And so I had these ideas for some like funny sketches that were fall themed and I just went with it and we had so much fun. One of the videos that we've since put on social media has uh, tackled a very divisive topic in the Christian community to trick or treat or to not trick or treat. And, uh, <laughs> and so I came up with what I called a good Christian's guide to trick-or-treating and uh well let's just take a listen now shall we well hey there little guy i bet you want some candy i could give you a snickers but you know what'll really satisfy god's word this is a king james version okay enjoy you like butterfinger you know who else had butterfinger that moses the promised land slipped right through his hands here you go now these aren't just any old mints, these are testaments. They'll clean your breath and refresh your soul. Wouldn't a hundred grand be nice? Well, let me tell you what's better. Eternal riches in heaven. Hey there, little girl. May your Reese's peanut butter cup overflow. Bless you. Who likes Laffy Taffy? You know what's no laughing matter? Where you're gonna spend eternity. Do you know? How about some musical candy? This is a CD. This is how people used to listen to music. It might come back around soon. Here you go, kiddo. I can't give them away. Who likes Milky Way? Do you know who made the Milky Way? <laughs> he happens to be the way, the truth, and the life. Can I get an amen? Bless you, children. Hey, little boy, what are you dressed as? A ghost. By ghost, I hope you mean the Holy Ghost. Here's some almond joy to the world. Should have given that kid some hot tamales because you know what else is hot? Hey, kid, you know what John 10.10 says? The thief comes to steal. Give me that candy bag. And remember, it's not Halloween. It's Hollywood Be Thy Name. Who knew candy could be used to point people to the Lord? <laughs> oh, the comments on that video were through the roof. And I don't think some people understood the joke. Some people just thought, he's doing a video about trick-or-treating. He is not a Christian. Rest assured, people, I love Jesus. Just trying to have a little fun. Have a little fun. Lighten up. Come on. So anyway, feel free to take any of those jokes. Man, they kind of sound like dad jokes, don't they? I guess it's just time for me to embrace who I really am. Hello, my name is Matthew, and I tell dad jokes. There, I said it. I feel a whole lot better. You know, speaking of dads, I got to interview a proud dad and a proud mom, Jeremy and Aidy Camp, and it was fun to hear about their daughter releasing a song. They released a worship EP. We had a great conversation. Jeremy said something at one point in the conversation where he was talking about God's economy and that phrase just really stuck out at me. Take a listen to this. You never know the reach of something because we see it only with our eyes and with the scale of what the numbers are saying. But God's like, in my economy, the depth and how I work in people's hearts is what matters. Mm. And I'm seeing that in a massive way. Gosh, I love Jeremy Camp and his wife, 80. They have such an awesome 
family. And if you missed that episode, I want to encourage you to go listen back in its entirety. You're going to be blessed by it and inspired in a big way. That's been such a cool thing about these shows for me. Like, I'm going and, you know, thanks to that interview, like, I made a point to go and listen to Jeremy and 80s worship EP, and it was just so awesome, and I needed it, you know? And talking with people like Angie Smith or Emmanuel Acho, who were all featured this month, like, I'm going and I'm digging in, you know, I'm reading Angie's book, and I'm getting my wife the devotional, and... Emmanuel, like I'm going and watching his videos and I feel like I'm learning so much, I'm growing so much, and it's helping me in my personal life and in my walk with the Lord. And that's, to me, one of the real tests. I'm like, is this podcast going to impact people? Well, you know what? It's impacting me. And so I have a good feeling that it can impact you as well. So thanks to Jeremy and 80. We also did a special song from the Story House that featured Jeremy's song that he let me write with him, Keep Me in the moment, speaking of God's economy, I just love how these episodes kind of come together and they take on these themes. And it, that wound up, I feel like, really being one of the special themes of that episode with Jeremy and 80, focusing on God's economy. I wrote some thoughts down after that conversation with Jeremy and 80, and this is what I wrote. I think about what a shame it would be to reach the end of my life having focused more on being rich in the world's economy than pursuing the wealth of God's economy. That would be like climbing to the top of a ladder, only to realize that I had put the ladder up against the wrong building. There's a line in that song that Jeremy sings called, Keep Me in the Moment, and the line says, Oh Lord, show me what matters. Throw away what I'm chasing after, because I don't want to miss what you have for me. So thanks to Jeremy and 80 for reminding me what's most important. Not the world's economy, God's economy. And the promise you hold So it's all eyes on you Until the day you call me home Singing Oh Lord, keep me in the moment Help me live with my eyes wide open Cause I don't wanna miss what you have for me Hi, this is Robin from Texas I was just wondering how long it normally takes for you to write a song Well, hey Robin from Texas, that's a great question Thank you for calling in. And you know what? Let's find out the answer to your question in real time. I went and grabbed my guitar, and let's see how long it takes for me to write a song for Robin from Texas. Set your clocks. Are you ready? Three, two, one. Well, Robin from Texas, she called in with a question. Wants to know how long it takes for me to write a song. But the answer ain't that simple. Sometimes it takes a lot, sometimes just a little. But if I do it right, all the people might sing along, yeah. And they'll sing, Robin from Texas, thank you for your question. I hope you like the song I wrote for you. Well, I did the best I could, maybe not as good as it should. But in one minute's time, it's the best that I could do. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's see. How long did that take? Well, it looks like it took about a 35 seconds. So that's the answer to the question, Robin from Texas. There you go. That's your song right there. Uh, 
And no, you can't give it back if you don't like it. You know, the serious answer to your question, Robin, is it's different every time. I've literally had songs that I've written in 2020. I've had Zoom appointments where I've written a song, wrote a Christmas song that just came out with Maddie and Tay, a country group. And we wrote a Christmas song in about an hour and a half. And then I've had songs like Forgiveness that took two years to write. And then, of course, there's the classic Robin from Texas, which took about 35 seconds. So... It's all over the map. You know, inspiration really doesn't work on a timeline. You just keep writing until it's right. That's how it works. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Robin. And uh, now that song's stuck in my head. Robin from Texas. Let's move on with the show before I annoy myself any further. I got to say, one of the most fun interviews that I've gotten to do since launching the podcast was with Angie Smith. Now, I think one of the reasons for that is because it's one of the few interviews that I've been able to do in person, right? Because of COVID and all the lockdowns, many of these interviews have had to be recorded long distance. And yet Angie lives not far from me, and we got to meet together and the other reason why I think it was so much fun is because she is so hilarious. And I it just the way she just blends humor and heart as she shares her story is just really something to behold. It's something special. Uh, take a listen to one of my favorite moments from the episode with Angie Smith. Check this out. While I was writing this, I did not realize I would lose my dad and find my father. Like, I wow. think this is the first yeah. time that I've ever had to rely on him. Also, that I've doubted him so much. I love what Angie just shared there. You know, even through the loss of her father, whom she was incredibly close with, I love what she shared. She lost her dad, but she found her father. Really just pointing to the amazement of what can take place that even in our grief, and even in our most wounded and broken moments, we can discover a closeness in our relationship with God, our Father, like never before. And He reveals Himself to us like that and shows us that He is with us. Emmanuel, He is with us. We're going to be singing about Emmanuel all through the Christmas season, but we don't have to wait for Christmas to realize the power and the promise in that name, the power and the promise in that name, Emmanuel, God with us. I want to thank Angie for that reminder Maybe you've lost somebody or something in 2020. I pray that you can say the same thing that Angie was able to say, that I lost this, but I found this. I lost something that meant a lot to me, but I have found the presence of God to be so real, and it has brought me peace, even in the middle of grief, even in the middle of heartache, even in the middle of anxiety. I have found peace in the presence of Emmanuel, the God who is with me. Okay, I promise this was not an intentional segue to be talking about Emmanuel, God with us, and then mention one of the guests that we had on the show in the month of October named Emmanuel. Emmanuel Acho has become a good friend and somebody I look up to in a big way. You know, this guy has risen to stardom, and you would think it would be as a result of him being an NFL football player, but really his stardom has come and his acclaim has come even post his NFL football days. Now he's popular television show host on Fox Sports 1, but even more significantly than that, he's been releasing these videos videos called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me share those videos. I hope you got a chance to listen to my interview with Emmanuel on 
this podcast. If you didn't, again, I'm going to encourage you to make some time to go back and listen to it in its entirety. And you want to talk about somebody who is speaking life in the middle of this difficult conversation about race in America. It's just really incredible. Emmanuel loves Jesus and it shines through in everything that he does. And, you know, admittedly with my public platform, I've struggled with knowing what to say or how to say it when it comes to addressing the racial tension that exists in our world in a big way. And maybe it's sometimes for fear of stepping on a landmine, saying the wrong thing, watching people get canceled, or just feeling unqualified or ill-equipped. And Emmanuel really spoke straight to that, and in doing so, really spoke straight to my heart, helped open my eyes in a big way. Check out what Emmanuel had to say, and, and I think you'll understand why it helped me. I think it'll help you too. Check it out. The first thing I encourage all people to do of any race is release your knuckles, put your fists down, (laughs) and let your guard down. We naturally are defensive people because we live in a world where it is very much so self-preservation. Not just self-preservation as far as our anatomy, self-preservation as far as our minds. We don't want to be racist. We don't want to view ourselves as racially insensitive. We don't want to view ourselves as racially ignorant. We want to think we know everything. And so the first challenge that I give all people is like, hey, take a sec. My pastor told me this once. He said, assume that what someone telling you is right for five minutes, just sit with it, regardless of what they say. Mm. For five minutes, just sit with the fact that they're right. That's good. Wrestle with that for a little bit. And is that some good advice or what? Just to sit with it, you know, to not just always fight for your chance to say, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, but to really open your heart to the possibility that there may possibly be a blind spot or two, because guess what? We all have them. And let our hearts be open enough, let our pride and the walls of our pride come down long enough to see the areas where God might want to change us and help us to see the bigger picture. Emmanuel Acho helped me to see the bigger picture. And that's one of my goals with this podcast, where the guests and the interviews, just like the title of that episode with Emmanuel Acho, it said, Uncomfortable Conversations with Emmanuel Acho. You know, some conversations need to be uncomfortable, and that's how we grow. So thanks to Emmanuel for making that possible for me and hopefully everybody who's listening to this podcast. Okay, we've got time for one more caller. Let's see who it is. Hi, Matthew. This is Elizabeth and Micah calling from New York City. I'm 10 years old, and my mom and I love your music. I'm wondering if you'll tell us more about your mom and what's the best mom advice she ever gave you. I like to play piano and drums, and I just want to ask you how you come up with the ideas for your songs. Thank you so much, Matthew. Bye. Elizabeth and Micah from New York City. Thanks for the call. That was sort of a tag team call. I loved it. And I love the question about my mom. In fact, you just gave me a great idea that I'm going to tuck away for a special Mother's Day episode of the podcast. Maybe we'll kick dad out and we'll do mom vice. How about that? In honor of all the moms out there. You know, I love my mom so much. And one of the neat things that maybe a lot of people might not realize is that my parents actually live with me. And so even through 2020, through this COVID lockdown, I've been able to just have the rich blessing of being still in close proximity with my mom and my dad. 
The other thing that a lot of people might not realize is that I know whenever I step on stage to sing, my mom knows exactly what time I'm going on stage, and I know that she's praying for me and she's praying for the audience who's at every show. And she's been doing the same for this podcast. She's been praying for anybody who might be listening to this podcast, which includes you, Elizabeth, and Micah in New York. My mom is praying for you. She's a prayer warrior and really has been a glue that has helped keep the West family together and strong. I'm so thankful for my mom's influence in my life. And gosh, as I think about what some of the most impactful things she has said to me, as important as anything she said to me, it's what she has shown me. One of my fondest memories would be walking past my parents' bedroom and I would hear my mom like whispering a prayer. I would peek in and I would see her by her bedside praying for me, praying for me. And I would go on with my day. And, you know, I think as a kid, I maybe didn't appreciate what that meant, but knowing that my mom is praying for me, and she's always so selfless, thinking of others' needs first, and, you know, those actions, they do, they speak louder than words, and uh, I wish I could be as others-minded and as selfless as she is towards all of her family, so that's something I aspire to live up to, so... Thank you for giving me the chance to think about my mom and to talk about my mom, and I hope she hears this. And I know she'll hear this because she's listening to every episode. I taught them what podcasts are. Mom and Dad now know. And Micah, thanks for your question, buddy. It's awesome to hear that you're making music out there, and your mother is very brave to let you learn how to play the drums. I'm sure you're making the neighbors upset, but you keep rocking, okay? You know, I come up with the ideas of my songs in all different ways, but uh, in short, I'm passionate about stories, and I love writing songs that tell the stories of people's lives, and that's why I love doing this podcast, because I get to be part of your story, you get to be part of my story, and together we get to be reminded who the author of all stories is. So Micah, don't you ever forget that. I hope that you'll always put God first in your life. And hey, Micah, be nice to your mom. Would you do that for me? (laughs) Thanks for the call from New York. We're praying for New York right now. And every morning I can hear you talk to Jesus by your bed. Will you pray for me and for the strength to face the day ahead? And more than anything in this whole world, I want to be like you. So I What a great time this has been. Thank you guys so much for making the VIP Q&A episode so much fun. I want to remind you that if you'd like to be part of a future VIP Q&A episode, you can call the podcast hotline and you can do it right as soon as you're done listening today. And you can call with a question. You can tell me your story, share a brief testimony, whatever God's showing you in your life. You can call 601-301-2208, 601-301-2208, operators are not standing by. <laughs> you can leave a message. That's our show for today. I want to close out with one final note. I want to encourage you, if you're old enough, make sure you exercise your right and vote. It's not just a right, it is a privilege. And 
Last, I want to encourage you to join me in praying, literally taking some time to pray for our nation, for healing to take place, for unity to find its way where division currently resides. That's the prayer in my heart right now. I want to leave you with this encouragement. We've said it over and over again, but John 16, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart for I have overcome the world. I know that you're thankful that God has overcome the world, and I pray that regardless of whatever the results of the election may be, regardless of how the world reacts in these uncertain times, I know if you're anything like me that you're kind of looking around the corner and wondering what November holds. Well, we know the one who holds November, and not to sound cheesy, but we have to rest in knowing that our God is in control. So let me close just with a prayer for each one of us, and a prayer for our nation today. God, we love you. We thank you. We thank you for the promise that you are in control, that you have overcome this troubled world. And I just pray for anybody who's been listening to this Q&A episode, that they've found maybe a chance to smile, maybe a chance to laugh, and hopefully, most importantly, a chance to be reminded that you are in control that you hold our future, and we thank you for that. And so we pray for our country, we pray for our nation, we pray for all of those who are hurting in a very real way right now, that they might feel a pressure lifted off of their shoulders by the reminder that you invite us all to come unto you, all who are weary, and that we will be able to find rest and peace and joy and comfort in knowing that we're not in control, but you are. Thank you for that promise, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I'll see you next week on the Matthew West Podcast. I really hope you like it. (laughs) But seriously, I, I, I do.